Welcome to the Rookie Realtor Reality Podcast with your host, Amir Hunter. And Bailey Weaver-Packard. With so many people thinking that realtors just look at beautiful houses and post on Instagram, this podcast brings you back to reality. This podcast explores the good, the bad, and the in-between. We're both with eXp Realty, so our experience may be different than yours, but over time we'll have other agents, past clients, and others in the real estate industry, such as inspectors, builders, lenders, and more. So this is episode five, and I'm going to let Bailey kick it off. Collaborate and listen. Ice, Ice Bailey. <laughs> That's right. I love it. <laughs> so we're going to have a little fun on this episode, but we're going to talk about collaborating and listening and kind of learning in this episode. But before we kick that off, mm-hmm. uh, how are you doing this week? This week has been great. So it's been good for me too. Good. So what are our wins and losses? And do you want to kick off with losses or wins? And how do Let's you want to do Let's start with it? losses and we'll end with wins. Yeah, you're always so positive. <laughs> Okay, my loss for the week, I sound like a broken record at this point, but, you know, when you send a lot of offers, you know, you just, every no is closer to a yes. So, I had some buyers send an incredible offer last week, and it did not win. She told us we placed second. Um, Oh. You know, always making fun of me. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so we didn't win that one, but there's there's a house out there for them. It's just, it'll take some time. Yep, yep. Uh, for me, my loss this week, uh, I have a client that I've been working with for months and, um, we thought we had a great opportunity on a home. It was yeah. a first come first serve basis and fit just right in our pre-approval. It was at the top of her budget, but unfortunately Durham County taxes are super high. Yeah, so, uh, which is just so crazy to me. Yeah, I think it, it is crazy, but they're so high that it actually, uh, that house will not work even though it's in her pre-approval budget mm. with the tax rate being so high it would increase her monthly payment over her pre-approval amount so what she wants yeah so i think that put her a little down but unfortunately sometimes as a realtor you got to be a therapist and pick your clients back yes. up and keep them keep them moving so absolutely that's what we're doing we are little cheerleaders yeah so we went through the losses now tell me about your wins wins i got the best call today um, we were waiting to hear back on an appraisal for one of my buyers and my lender called me today and she told me the good news <laughs> and it is exactly where we wanted it to be. So hallelujah. Yeah. Well, it's always good when appraisal comes uh, back good um, and it sucks when they come back short. I've been on the, right. the end on both, both sides. sides. <laughs> yes. What about you? What's your win? So I uh, had two wins. Okay. Um, I had a, a listing agreement signed over on last week on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. So that hopefully will be coming at the end of the month. Nice. And then had another win when at a client that was in a multiple offer situation and they got the house at list price. Hey. Um, and uh, we didn't even have to go over on it. So excited for them. Um, and Actually, I didn't even bring this up earlier when I was talking to you about it. Uh, these clients are the clients that they left. I thought they were going to be going to Virginia. <gasps> yes, you talked about them on a past episode. <laughs> yeah, so uh, sometimes I guess working great for the clients and doing a good job, they actually come back to you. Absolutely. Um, so that's actually happened. And actually that happened uh, a couple of days ago too. I had a client that kind of went ghost on me and then they reached back out to me too recently. So wow. I guess sometimes doing a good job for your clients, it, it kind of works out in your favor. Yeah, it's a long-term long-term relationship. Yeah, so we got those clients under contract and we're going to move forward on that. They'll close next month uh we were trying to close at the end of this month but the uh, sellers needed some time to gotcha. get their life together get moved out so nice um, where is um that house located it's in greenville so it's in your territory <gasps> Ooh, go pirates yeah until it's football season they have to play state <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you know we kick it off the season playing state 
at ECU. Yeah, so that might be a tickets. little rough episode no. that week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Positivity. <laughs> so uh, I guess in this episode, we're going to talk about connecting with agents. Um, if you are a real estate agent, I think it's important to kind of network and build a rapport with other agents. Um, you know, it could be in the middle of a transaction. It could mm-hmm. be um, through social media. Yep. Uh, it can be um, in opportunities where there's networking events. Um, and we'll kind of talk about kind of the importance of that and um, how that can hopefully benefit you um, if you're a real estate agent um, in the industry and hopefully help you benefit your clients. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like collaborating is important whether you're a new agent or you're a seasoned agent. There's always information to be shared. And Every time you say collaborate, I kind of want you to go back to the intro. Do it again. Collaborate and listen. Ice, ice Bailey. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, one of the things you can do, um, obviously, is, you know, share listings. Um, I think with our group, mm-hmm. um, you know, me and you are both independent now, but we first started on a team. Right. Um, and we're still very much connected to the agents um, on that group. And oh, we work very closely with them. So um, sometimes sharing listings and kind of getting a, uh, information on a house that's coming before other people know about it. Yeah, a little heads up so we can be prepared when it is listed or possibly do an off-market deal. Yeah, so I've had some opportunities. Um, haven't had it happen yet, but we had a, a perfect opportunity not too long ago uh, with the clients that actually just went under contract. Uh, but unfortunately, they just weren't ready at the time, and they, they thought it was the house for them, and they hesitated um, and mm. unfortunately went under a contract uh, elsewhere. But we were trying to do a deal before it went to market. Oh, but, man. Um, but they had some additional opportunities just because of that rapport that I've had with uh, other agents. Yeah, I think it goes such a long way, and it's a added value, something that your clients probably aren't expecting. I think they're expecting just to see what hits the market, comes up on Zillow and whatnot, uh, but if you can find them an off-market property through relationships and connections you have in the industry, that's a win-win. Yeah, and that's something you can't find online. That's right. <laughs> Keyword off market. Yeah, off market. <laughs> so um, I think one of the other easy ways to kind of build, uh, you know, rapport with other agents is sometimes just do social media. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I feel like I've met so many agents through social media, commenting on their reels and yeah. messaging them and things like that. Yeah. The same thing. I mean, there's agents that there's some agents I've never even met in person, but I yeah. felt like we've built rapport that we're sending messages back and forth and we're like, Hey, uh, I see you have a listing. Um, or they, uh, will see my listing or they'll reshare information yeah. that I have. Um, so it creates uh, a lot of opportunities for networking. Um, so you can understand, um, you know, different listings that may be coming to market or different opportunities that may be out there either for my clients or me as a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're, um, there's an agent um, in Johnson County, Doug. You know him. Yeah. Yeah, we... Uh, we got to get Doug on the podcast. Yeah, we do. Oh, my gosh, I'd love actually, that. Actually, you ran into Doug today, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I comment on his reels. He comments on mine. And we like became Instagram friends. And then this morning, I was taking my CE class, and he was in that class. And so what I do, I took a picture and tagged him in it because we're, <laughs> you know, Instagram friends. So it's all about networking. Yeah. So Doug posted this P.D. Pablo like reel. So I guess if we ever have him on the podcast, I just, I just, yes. I just really love that reel that His he did. His reels are incredible. Yeah. So, so creative. Yeah. But I mean, these are opportunities that are coming up just through, those are just through social media. Yeah. I mean, and some of these agents we've maybe never met in person. Yeah. Maybe we've corresponded to them later uh, through different deals. Um, but just talking to them through social media, 
it's created some opportunities for us to learn about some off-market uh, deals. Because sometimes on social media, I'll say, hey, I have a, a listing coming soon. May not have any information about it posted, uh-huh. um, but it gives uh, them kind of a, a heads up to say, hey, I need to keep watching or mm-hmm. maybe need to reach out if this may be a possibility for uh, my clients. Definitely. So... Um, I guess tell us about like some of the connecting to other agents and how that's kind of worked for you um, in other areas. For sure, I feel like sharing ideas of what's working for people. You know, getting buyers accepted. Um, there's an agent I am working on a deal with now. He's the listing agent, and I am the buyer's agent. And we were just talking about the market and how things are going on his side, um, not of our transaction, but on previous transactions that he's done recently this year and just hearing his perspective was really cool um you know hearing what like his average due diligence is and over list price and things like that um it's always good to kind of talk it through with other people who are in different areas than you you know i think a lot of people you know will reach out and say hey what's wake county looking like because that's where i do a lot of mine but then i might reach out to somebody else and say hey what's johnson county looking like because i haven't been out there as much yeah um, and it's just always so helpful. It is helpful. And I think sometimes uh, it also creates good rapport with other agents, not only for finding out about deals and kind of the market, but mm-hmm. also sometimes for referrals. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, there's sometimes I'll have an agent and I'm like, hey, um, you know, I have a client that's looking in this area. Mm-hmm. And maybe they originally were looking in my area and I was kind of working with them. Or maybe I'm listing their house and they're like thinking about moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, having that rapport with agents in other areas, it allows me to maybe do a referral yeah. out to um, that area. And for those that may not know or are not realtors, mm-hmm. uh, realtors can do referrals to another agent for a referral fee. Correct. Um, and still be kind of involved in the transaction, but not be like the main agent on that. So mm-hmm. it gives us the opportunity to um, do the referral, be involved with kind of maybe interviewing that agent see right. if they're going to be a good fit for my client mm-hmm. um, and then uh, assisting them to get to the finish line on the transaction maybe in a different area too as well yeah definitely there's so many ways to serve a client and doing a referral if they're moving out of state or something that's a big one yeah so um i guess there's one thing that you brought up is kind of learning about tactics from other agents yeah and actually that kind of helped because there was a, a tactic that i learned from another agent about that due diligence yeah we touched on that <laughs> that, that yeah. we talked about in the previous episode uh, about you know increasing mm-hmm. that due diligence for a specific amount of time if they accept your offer um mm-hmm. even though it didn't work out in the transaction i think it helped your offer kind of stand out oh with yeah that agent. we were remembered yeah. you know they're like oh yeah they're those are those people who offered you know crazy amount of due diligence if we would have accepted at this time yeah the agent even loved it he was like whoa i've never seen that before yeah so i mean those are different opportunities that come up i think it's important for agents to really kind of collaborate with other agents because there might be a um something that you know that another agent doesn't or Mm -hmm. vice versa that you guys can kind of correspond about information and help you be kind of the the it agent yeah absolutely (laughs) um just through knowledge and you want people to see you as somebody who's helpful to others you know you you know we're an open book over here so if something's working for us we're going to share that with others so they can benefit from it also yeah i think sometimes as an agent you kind of want to i don't know i think there's some agents that kind of want to withhold information because they're like hey i just want to be old school uh be be different but Mm -hmm. then sometimes that collaboration helps you to to not only uh grow as an agent but Mm -hmm. help you be uh 
better able to serve your clients kind oh, of moving gosh. forward. Absolutely. Yeah. I um I think it's also important to have relationships with like on site agents. Correct. Um, with new construction. Just this past weekend, an agent who I have a relationship with with um I think it's Ryan Holmes, she texted me and said, Hey, I have this uh, townhouse. It's a quick move in and we need to sell it. This is what it's listed at. Do you have anybody? And because I have that relationship with her, she reached out to me and think if I did have somebody for that one townhouse, how perfect would that have been? Hey, you know, I've got this ready, this house ready for you. Like that would be amazing. Yeah. I think that's helped to, uh, you know, for other situations with having, you know, um, a relationship with onsite agents, mm-hmm. having a relationship with the onsite agent, it's very much critical. Um, I don't know if every onsite agent's the same way, yeah, um, I don't know. but you know, um, you know, because of the relationship with some certain onsite agents, I'm like trying to get clients to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so definitely having a relationship is, is very important. Um, and having that, connection um as an agent um and then also there's sometimes that even if a client's not moving out of the area it may be not a good fit for that client with that agent and they're like hey well i have a a client that may be a better fit for you yeah um and so you know maybe the client wants to maybe look in a pacific neighborhood Mm -hmm. and wake forest that you may work better with and i may work you know more outside of areas uh better um and so sometimes maybe doing a referral to a different agent Mm -hmm. sometimes could be beneficial too as well definitely that's happened to me recently there's an agent who lives in i think benson and um her buyer was looking in durham and she was like that's just so far for me you know you know it was too much of a drive for her to help him find a house and so she referred it to me and i helped him because i'm you know closer to durham than she is and so she still got a piece of that because she gave me the referral but i was able to help him um and so that was you know a great way to go about it yeah i think sometimes if you're trying to hold on to uh, a client but you're not the best to serve them then sometimes it hurts both of you guys in the transaction yes i have done that before actually i have um been given a referral in an area that i did not work it was like close to wilson and you know i helped him for a little bit and i was like i'm doing you a disservice because i don't know that area as well yeah so i'm going to give you to an agent who does know that area like the back of her hand and she got her under contract on the first offer they sent together. Yeah, so yeah. it, I, I'm, I understand that other people know areas better yep. and I'm happy to refer that out. Yeah. I mean, that's happened to me. I mean, I've received clients that, you know, uh, uh, the agent was struggling to get them under contract uh-huh. and uh, you know, that's, I was able to get them under contract like within a weekend of, yeah, of having them. So sometimes it's just, you have to, have those rapports with those agents to say, hey, well, I know that you might be a better fit for them. Right. Um, and you're able to get them under contract or get them closed a lot quicker than I would. So um, yeah. sometimes it's worth doing that. I think collaborating is something that needs to be done consistently also. I feel like it kind of re-sparks your drive, you know, it kind of gets you fired up. So every Tuesday we do that at the office. Yeah. So, and I love it. Yeah, we do the mastermind classes on mm-hmm. Tuesdays um, in the office. So that's a, a great opportunity for us to share information and kind of build on each other. I think as a real estate agent, it's e- very easy to get discouraged. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I think I think we talked about this in the first episode, but like in the first five years, you know, most real estate agents fill out. Mm-hmm. But I think having that rapport with other agents uh, will really kind of help push you, drive you. Um, and make you a better agent um, moving forward. So hopefully yes. you don't you don't flunk out. Yeah, I love that like saying that people say where you you need to surround yourself or you need to be the smallest fish in a big. What's that What's that saying? 
you like you need to surround yourself by bigger fish than you or something like that because yeah. i because you learn from other people and you do i think that collaboration is key yeah with that yeah it is i mean i feel like we've had um you know, every week we do uh, a mastermind class, and I feel like everybody has kind of their special niche. Yes. And so we're, we're able to, you know, teach different classes. I know you've taught, you know, social media, uh-huh. um, and I've done some stuff on Open Door yeah, too, yeah, as well. Yeah. So um, it's created opportunities for us to kind of collaborate and learn a little bit more about the industry and, and be more knowledgeable and more well versed, I guess, kind of moving forward. Absolutely. We've got a team of ninjas around us. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like everybody kind of has their uh, their special thing, whether it's new construction or um, you luxury, know, luxury, social media, yeah. new construction. I mean, yeah, good list of bunch. Yeah, so that's why I always kind of leverage whenever I'm talking to uh, clients about like listing their home and like, hey, we have like 30 agents uh, supporting you. Heck yeah, because <laughs> uh, we're able to share knowledge and and get them to bring other agents there or help us host like open houses. Yeah, that's a big uh, too one as for well. us. So that's mm-hmm. another reason to collaborate. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is so there's sometimes as an open house, um, as a listing agent, sometimes you don't want to be there to work with buyers because maybe your client doesn't want dual agent yeah, scenario right. um, or they um, they just don't want any potential conflict. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes having that collaboration and knowing what agents can convert those potential leads into potential buyers right. for that home and bring more offers to you absolutely um, is another reason to, to collaborate and have good connections. Yeah, you know, for sure. We have some people on our team that they always convert <laughs> on an yes. open house. Um, and so, you know, having those people there they're like okay well you know we have an open house we're we're getting some offers but hey maybe we have an agent that's in there doing the open house and mm-hmm. there's a bunch of people that are coming here that may be pre-qualified they may not be pre-qualified but they can be yeah um and having the agent in there that can connect them with their preferred lender get them mm-hmm. converted and uh, potentially get an offer in our hands is is very important definitely open house that's a huge one for collaboration yeah yeah so um so those are some of the things that like collaboration are are really important on. Um, I think uh, coming up soon, we are going to probably have Amy Penner yes. probably from uh, to talk about luxury. Yeah, she does a lot of luxury in uh, Wake Forest. Yeah, and so I'm excited to pick her brain on that. She's brilliant. She's been in the industry for a long time too. Yeah, but I think she came from Arizona. She did, and so that made her transition really easy, kind of in the luxury market. Yeah, and something that's cool about her is she sold through the 2008-2009 recession. Yeah. So and she did short sales and all that kind of stuff. So very well versed. Yeah. That'll be a fun topic. Yeah, I feel like I haven't really like ventured into the luxury market. I'm trying to get in there. Yeah. <laughs> You've kind of gotten in there a little bit. I sure have dipped my toes. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've gotten some clients, some buyers' clients that are looking into that market. So I'm learning a little bit more as I, as I go in there. Um, so it's definitely would be good to have Amy on here and kind of learn a little bit more. Um, and uh, anything exciting happening this weekend, Bailey? Ooh, you're putting me on the spot. Ooh, we're we're both of us are yeah. doing an open house with True Homes. I'm excited about that, Copper Ridge and Clayton. Yep. So uh, stay tuned to our social media. Um, And if you guys don't follow us now, you know, tell Bailey, tell them where they can find more information. You can find me um, on Instagram, and my handle is Bailey Weaver Packard Realtor. (laughs) A little long there. Yeah. And you can find me on Instagram too. Mine is Amir Hunter underscore real estate um, on Instagram, and we'll probably post some more information. Uh, so if you guys follow the podcast, a couple of weeks ago we had Lauren Hemingway for from uh, True Homes on the podcast. 
They make some exquisite homes. Oh, beautiful, yes. (laughs) And they do some semi-custom designs. So we're excited to be able to kind of host an open house for them, talk about some of the the bills that they have out there, and have some first-come-first opportunities. Yeah, some um, spec homes that they have. You're going to be in the Jasper model, yep, and I'm going to be in the Bayside. So there's two opportunities for you guys to come out and see it from 1 to 3.30 on Sunday. Yep, so... um, Again, that is Copper Ridge yes. and uh, Flowers Plantation in Clayton. Um, so we'll post some more stuff on our social media. And we are so excited that you guys are continuing to listen to us. Yeah, thank you, guys. <laughs> I think uh, for the listeners, they need uh, one more time of the, of the name. <laughs> Collaborate and listen. Ice, Ice Bailey. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Until then, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you next time. <laughs>